I'm Craig O'Sullivan and today we look at how our marketing can get us on Santa's naughty list or nice list. Welcome to the fifth episode of the Just Cause Audio, where we look at a movie, a TV show, or a current event, and draw a metaphor from it to help us become better communicators, entrepreneurs, and all-round better people. Why? Just cause. Yes, that's right, he's making a list, and he's checking it twice, because he's gonna find out who's naughty or nice. I heard this song the other day, this Christmas carol, because it's Christmas time at the time of this recording of this podcast. And I realized that in my mind, it instantly went to marketing. The fact that, all, like, let's be honest, all marketing is annoying, is annoying, is a little bit inconvenient, is intrusive to some degree. But there's some intrusiveness, there's, there's some annoying level of annoying annoy, annoyability if we want to let's just make up a word if we can why not and so there's this annoyability factor that i suppose is okay up to a point but then it tips over from the nice column to the naughty column because as entrepreneurs we have to get into people's faces we have to get attention we have to get exposure and we can't do that without interrupting people. We can't do that without getting out in front of people. So we have to do things that are a little bit annoying, that are a little bit intrusive, that may be a little bit inconvenient. So today we're gonna to look at a bunch of different marketing strategies, mainly actually focused around Instagram because it was the thing that inspired this, or this audio because there was some activities that happened on social media that I realized that people are doing things the exact same way, but sometimes I feel happy about it, other times I feel angry about it. And I realized that within myself, I'm, I'm measuring people, I'm judging people that by what they do, by the things that they do on, on, by communicating with me, by, by trying to market to me, that I put them either on a nice list or a naughty list. And for this, I don't want to, I don't want you to feel bad if you've done any of these things. I don't want you to feel bad if you feel that, oh no, now Craig's calling me naughty. It's not about that, I'm not saying that. All I'm saying is just, take note. I hope this just opens your mind to possibly a different way of thinking and putting yourself in the other person's shoes. You know, being a little bit empathetic when the next time you go to promote something or next time you go to do some sort of a marketing strategy, however small or big, and just put yourself in the other person's shoe. And let's just make the effort to avoid being put on people's naughty list. Because what happens when you go on Santa's naughty list? you don't get any presents. And you as an entrepreneur, I want you to win. I want you to get all the presents that you deserve. So, and look, let's be honest, there's sometimes we can't avoid going on some people's naughty list. Some people are just completely in intolerant or just completely oblivious to marketing and, and how, we, how the effects it can have and, and how important it is as an entrepreneur. And you know, so we can't win everyone. We can't please everyone. So there are some people that we are gonna be on, put on naughty lists anyway, if 
we are being active in our business because as an entrepreneur, we need to get out there. We can't just sit back and wait for things to happen. We have to be aggressive. We have to take charge. We have to be proactive in our in our marketing, in the way that we operate our business because we won't grow otherwise or the growth will be so small and insignificant. But for those people that we do happen to get on their naughty list, if as long as by the end of this audio, I hope that I've been able to give you a bit of framing around what would land you on a naughty list and what would land you on a nice list. And this is just from my own opinion. This is just from my own experiences in dealing with people. And, and, and I've really analyzed how I think and how I perceive certain things. And also I'm, I'm gonna challenge you and possibly shift your thinking about some of those things that you previously thought were annoying and may, you may have put people on your naughty list. But if people do put you on their naughty list, look, at the end of the day, they're not gonna be your potential client anyway. So uh, let's, let's just leave that off. But, so it's not so much of a challenge, it's not so much of an issue. Some, as long as we're doing things right, as long as we're doing things with the best intent, and by the end of this audio, we'll know uh, some, of those, some of those things of the right way to do things and the wrong way to do things, because they are pretty much the same strategies. Just done, applied in slightly different ways. And some gets you on a nice list, some get you on a naughty list. But let's be those type of people that are focusing, that are attempting our best, doing our absolute best to be put on the nice list. So as I said, all marketing to some degree is a little bit annoying, is a little bit inconvenient, but you can range from being subtle to a complete slap in the face. But the thing is with, with those things is, is that the, the subtlety things are not necessarily better than the slap in your face strategies, but it's how we do them, it's how we implement them, it's the, our intent. And there is different purposes. So why would, why would we do a subtle strategy over a slap in your face? Well, if we're trying to stay really on the nice list, the most effective way for us to do uh, marketing is subtle things. Market to people that don't even know they're being marketed to. Now, what does that mean? Old school, you look at movies and TV shows and they have product placements. You know, someone sitting at a breakfast bar, having breakfast, pouring themselves a bowl of peanut butter, Captain Crunch. Now that's my wife's favorite. That's why I mentioned that one. But there's someone pouring a, a, a bowl of, of peanut butter, Captain Crunch, and there's no marketing, there's no call to action, there's no, hey, buy this now, but it's just subtle. It's, it's like that the Coke bottle on the side of a bus that's just driving down the street. It's subtle. It's that branding side of marketing. And those subtle things are really good, but they're for a long-term effect you know, subconsciously getting into people's minds. Now, what can we do in that, in that reference? How, what, how can we be more subtle with our marketing? Well, our version of product placements, our version of brand marketing is content marketing. Nowadays with social media, with the access of you know, technology and, and the internet 2.0, that we're, we're in this amazing era where we can get so much exposure by content marketing, just releasing content. Just like with, with my, all of my posts, these, these audios, I'm not marketing anything to you. I'm not selling you anything. 
but I'm just providing content, providing information that over time, if you happen to like what you see from me and, and, and decide, hey, I really wanna work with Craig, then you'll contact me. I get, I get so many DMs, direct messages in Instagram and on other social media platforms from people saying, hey, I've been watching your videos, I really wanna work with you. Now, I do zero sales. I do zero slap in your face things. It's all subtle. And you're probably thinking, wow, that sounds perfect. That sounds amazing. Why don't we just focus on that? That The subtle type of marketing, the brand marketing or content marketing is really effective, but it's a slow strategy. It's a real long-term, it's about looking at the long-term game. And, and I really want to encourage people, if you, as much as you can do to focus on long-term goals, to slow yourself down, you will have such a better business, you have so much more success, and you'll be much more comfortable in your entrepreneur journey later down the track. Now, does that mean you'll be more uncomfortable now? Yes because we're not getting the instant response from things. And it's in the end, it's sometimes really hard to measure the ROI, the return on investment, on the subtle style marketing. But it is, there's a reason why all the big brands do it. It's because it works in the long term and they wanna be around for a long time. Too many, too many of us as entrepreneurs are trying to play the short-term game, or wanting to buy the Rolex, wanting to um, buy the Lamborghini, you know, be able to take snaps in the mansion by the time we're 25, retire by the time we're 30. You know, look, retirement, I don't even wanna talk about it. I wanna, I wanna live to 120, and I wanna be doing my last business deal right until I sign, that, sign the piece of paper and then lay down in my casket. You know, I, I don't ever wanna retire. And if you're a true entrepreneur, which I believe that you are, if you're hungry for, to be an entrepreneur, if you're hungry to build something, I know there's something inside of you that wants to do this for a long time as well. Now, it doesn't mean we can't have a good lifestyle along the way, I'm not saying that, but there is sacrifice to make sure that we've got longevity, to make sure that we leave a legacy. It needs to be long term. So that's the subtle things, but we can't, let's be honest, we, we as entrepreneurs, we can't just sit back and wait. We can't just, just be doing the brand marketing. We can't just do things that are just subtle, that are just out there and just hoping that sometime in the future that we'll get results. Now, if you're in the financial position where you can afford to do that, awesome, do it. But I, probably I would assume that most of us are in the place where we've got rent to pay, we've got electricity and phone bills, we've got to eat, and um, like me, I've got a wife, and you've probably got a partner that you have to support, or at least contribute to, or maybe even have kids, or got even bigger commitments than that. So we need money now. So how can we do these activities that are more, I need money right now? So for example, the slap in your face style marketing. I use the example of product placement as the subtle side. The next side is really, I suppose, another, another side of marketing, which is the ad break on the TV show. Luckily with Netflix now, we don't have to worry about the ad break anymore. But the ad break is, is a, a real slap in the face. It is really inconvenient. And it has caused the, a whole industry to be shifted because it is so annoying and because we don't want to stand for it anymore. But it works. 
And so it's, it's like when we're, when we're watching a YouTube video and an ad pre-roll ad comes on beforehand and we just sit there with our mouse hovering over that little um, thumbnail in the bottom right hand corner waiting for it to turn to skip ad and then we skip ad and then we go through. We don't like that inconvenience, but that is a slap in the face and there's a reason why people do it is because it works. Now, it may not work on you, but you're not their target audience. The right person will eventually see it and click on it and then they'll get clients from it. And so, so we do still need to be doing the ad break or the slap in your face, but how do we do it so that it's not, that we still stay on the nice list and don't go onto the naughty list? There's different things like, for example, when you go to the movies, there's ads before the movies. Now, most of them, most of them now, some of them aren't, aren't very good, but most of them do go to the effort of being creative. Most of them do go to the effort of, well, we're being inconvenient, we're, we're stopping people from watching their movie, we're, we're holding them back, we're interrupting their entertainment time, so let's just entertain them. So you'll notice that there's some ads that play before a movie that are really entertaining, that are really enjoyable. I mean, let, let's take, for example, the Super Bowl and those, those famous ads that they play at the Super Bowl halftime. Those are entertaining. They're fun. They, 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 they understand the fact that, hey, I'm interrupting these, this, this moment, this football moment, this, this you know, nationwide um, national event, I suppose you could say, that everyone's tuned into the TV. We acknowledge that we are interrupting them. We, un we acknowledge that we're annoying them. We acknowledge, them. we acknowledge that we are causing an inconvenience. So let's try to make it as subtle as possible. So they can still do the slap in your face, but do it subtly to make it fun, make it entertaining. So when, when we do uh, a slap in your face style of marketing, we can actually focus on it being more subtle rather than being that whole you know, inf infomercial at late at night that's like, buy now, buy now and you get free steak knives, you know, like that without it being that slap in your face, but still being subtle like a product placement. We can have a lot of fun with it and be entertaining, be engaging and add value. So why would you go a slap in your face over subtle is if we're wanting more instant results, but don't get too impatient and try to get lazy with it. Let's spend the time, and this is where I see most people have the mistake and make a big mistake in they do the slap in your face marketing, but they don't spend a little bit of time in trying to get creative with it, trying to get entertaining with it, try to get educational with it. That they, that they get so desperate and just late, I just say it lazy, bad marketing is lazy. Because people will just slap you in the face and chuck things on auto and whatever, whatever it may be, and, uh, and they won't get the results that they need or that they deserve. So why would we do time over instant? The, the more subtle things that take longer, why would we do those over the slap in your face style marketing? We do them because we're looking for longevity. We're looking for legacy. We're wanting to build an empire, no matter how big or small you desire your empire to be. We still want to build that empire. And so we can do both the subtle and the, all the ranging up to the slap in your face, but we can do them both without ending up on Santa's naughty list, so to speak.
So as I said, there's the, not the wrong strategy, but the wrong application. The wrong way of doing it with the wrong intent that will land us on a nice list or the naughty list. I want to look at three different things pertaining to Instagram because that's what that's what inspired this this talk. So I want to talk about three different activities on on social media, on mainly on Instagram, to be able to uh, give reference to the exact same strategy that is more slap in your face style marketing, but done so that we can land on the nice list as opposed to done that will land us on the naughty list. First of all, comments. Now, have you ever, have you ever received a, an automated comment? You know, those bots that are commenting on your page. Now, I will admit, I'm gonna actually shift your thinking with this, and you, after this, I believe that you're, I hope that you're gonna see those in a different light. First of all, I used to get really annoyed with all those automated posts. But then I shift my thinking when it came to those posts. And the one thing that shifted it was, I, I looked, at, looked at a couple of different things because did you know that those bots are actually benefiting you? Yes, those bots are benefiting you for a couple of reasons. First of all, I look at it as if, if I'm getting lots of bots on, commenting on my, on my post, that means my hashtag strategy is working because if bots can find it, humans can find it. So for me, that gets me excited that I'm getting more bots on my, on my comments. That means that my hashtag, my hashtag strategy is working. So you can look at that, that the next time that you get bots, you go, oh yeah, you know what? My hashtags are working. I'm doing the right thing. The second thing is obviously with the more comments that happen on your post, the more popular it appears to Instagram and therefore Instagram will then make it appear higher on people's feeds. Yes, that's right. Those bots are helping you because they're making your post look more popular because it has more comments. So I hope that's shifted the way you think about those bot comments because it, we, we can look at them negatively, but I mean, at the end of the day, they are benefiting us. It gives me the next time you get a bot, just go, yes, awesome. My hashtag strategy is working and yes, they're making my post more popular. So reply to them to make it look to Instagram even more popular. But how can you do that strategy that gets you on a nice list as opposed to a naughty list? Well, nice list is something that's genuine, something that, that's encouraging, something that's positive. But a naughty list, I look at people and shake my head when I get a comment that's just a thumbs up or just a waving hand or this one, nice photo but the post is a video. I find it so interesting that, that, that they haven't even gone to the effort of figuring out something that's encouraging, something that's gonna be a little bit more generic, something that's going to be not land them on a naughty list. So there's certain different things. You can still use that, that commenting strategy, but let's be nice about it, not naughty. As in, don't do things that are just too generic, just a waving hand or a thumbs up. And don't do something that can be seen as wrong. Like, you know, yes, I agree, but it was a post about their, their, their grandparents dying or something. You know, so let's, let's get creative with it. The second thing I wanna look at is tagging, because tagging is a great strategy in which I use on social media. Tagging is, um, and when I say tagging, not hashtags, I'm talking about tagging, tagging people in a post. 
If I do a post about someone, I'll always tag them in it. Now I do it for two reasons. Number one is I want to provide credit. They inspired me around this metaphor. So like this week I did a Starbucks post, a couple of Starbucks posts. I put at Starbucks in there for two reasons. One, to provide them a little bit of acknowledgement and credit so that if someone happens to see my post and they're not following Starbucks, but they see that at Starbucks, they're like, oh, I haven't followed Starbucks yet. I'll follow them. So to give them a little bit of props, give them credit, just, just to show a bit of love. But coming back, I'm hoping that some dude in the Starbucks social media uh, you know, department sees my post, sees that it's a good quality post about them and that I'm showing them love, and then he likes and shares. Now you're probably thinking, yeah, as if that's gonna happen. I did a post about K-Swiss, and their president liked, shared, and commented on my post. Now that was a big day for me. I'm like, yay, it worked. But like, I don't get many, but I do get some. An influencer, Blake201, Blake underscore 201, who does intermittent fasting, eats his massive crazy meals. I did a post about him and he shared my post on his uh, story and spoke about me and started engaging with me. And he's got like, oh, I think over 350,000 followers. And so it does work. But what's the, what's the naughty side of this same strategy? Well, I have some people that will tag me and a hundred other people in a photo. Have you ever been tagged like that? It's annoying, isn't it? It's frustrating that, that someone, all these people are just tagging you in random things. Now, I've got no problems in people tagging me in a, in a post if it's something specific that I've said or they're reposting something I've said or, or they're, they're sharing, sharing a thought from, from me and it's pertaining to something that I've done, sure, tag me up, I'm happy with that and I'll engage with that. I've had people do that and I'll start engaging with them. That's a good way to get my attention. But if I see it and it's just spammy because they've just put 100 people on there just to try to get access or try to get that attention, then for me, I'm just gonna ignore it. And they automatically go on my naughty list. So I hope that you haven't done these strategies. There's so many other things I can talk about, but I'd wanna cut this short now because I wanna encourage you, let's focus on marketing that is on the nice list and not gonna get us on the naughty list. So next, let's just take a couple of minutes out, review your strategies and think of, put yourself in the other person's shoe and think, is this gonna put me on a naughty list? or a nice list. I'm Craig O'Sullivan. I'm looking forward to seeing your posts that are gonna get you on nice lists and not naughty lists. Thank you for listening in. See you on our next Just Cause Audio where we take a metaphor from an everyday activity to be able to help us become better communicators, entrepreneurs, and all-round better people. Why? Just Cause.